I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is really, I just that said, is really sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Lane, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. Here we go. All right. Uh, this is going to be a good one. We got uh, our man Ferdinand on the call. And uh, man, this guy, um, I remember when he was starting uh, the farm, AO, um, and we recognized him early as a, a high impact man. And I believe he's also the guy who initiated the first uh, Santa saunter, maybe. Um, but uh, we got our man Ferd on the call, and uh, Ferdinand, welcome, and um, why don't you start us off with your, uh, what was that first workout, who EH'd you, and uh, why did we name you Ferdinand? Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me, Plague. I appreciate it. Uh, my first beatdown was at Paradise Island. Um, I, so, I had been doing some triathlon training kind of on my own a little bit with my father-in-law a little bit with kind of a triathlon team here in town called ptg um but i had been i i worked with both tony the tigers m and um trenches m at pinnacle bank for many years and they were posting some pictures of these guys about accelerating weight loss really enjoying um connections that they're making with this with these guys and this workout group and they're posting it on Facebook so I I was curious what was going on how these guys are losing weight getting in shape meeting other good dudes and I so I just reached out to both their wives and I just said uh hey what what is this what is this workout group thing that uh that um now Tony the Tiger and Trench are involved with and they told me it was F3 and um, that night, I got a call from both Tony the Tiger and Trench that I was going to Paradise Island the next morning. And um, Tony Tiger lived, lives um, within a mile of my house and came and picked me up, um, drove me to Paradise Island. Um, I, for the life of me, cannot figure out who was on the queue, and I went back to Paradise Island's Twitter page, and I don't think it's even there anymore. So I don't, I don't know who, who was on the queue that day, but I just know there was like 40 guys. Um, and it was a great workout. It was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And I know Tony Tiger was upset because Trench got credit um, in our system, even though he drove me to the workout. And um, so that's that. Um, then how the name came about was – you know, obviously we, we get in the front of, of all these men at the end of the workout and they're at telling me to share, you know, something about myself. And I, I shared, you know, where I grew up, family, kids, all that good stuff. And said that I used to, I used to um, rodeo. I college rodeoed for UNL and, and rode professionally. And um, then they asked me, well, what, what'd you ride? And um, I, I told them I was just, a, I, I rode bulls and and all this, all these cool names are being spit out. And then I heard Ferdinand and I heard that, like, I don't know who was yelling it. Somebody was screaming it like four or five times. And finally 
the cues that all right, Ferdinand it is. And I had never seen the movie at, the, at that time. Um, I've now since seen it about a thousand times after that. But um, I, when I watched the movie, I was like, that's a great name. I, I've taken full ownership of it. I think it's a great name. And that's, that's how it all came about. That's awesome, man. I love the, uh, just the hospitality from our man, uh, Tony the Tiger. And, you know, I, there's rumors out there that he's not very good at, at EHing. Um, but he, but man, that was nice of him to give you a ride to the first workout. Uh, yeah, you're right. And then he took me to like my next, like six or seven posts. You know, he picked, he's like, I'm going to, you know, I live right here. Um, we're both going there. So why don't I just pick you up? So he kind of, I would say not only you know, got me there, but then his, his kind of like, we had like a little group, a group chat after that, um, with, with, um, our boy High Life, Trench, Tony Tiger, um, myself, and then that kind of has, has absorbed even more, but those are kind of the initial guys that were, we were kind of part of this little, this little group chat of who's going where tomorrow, and, and Tony Tiger would say, well, since we live so close, how would I just come pick you up? I'll be here at your house at this time, and that, that kind of, I would say, really kickstarted me into, into starting to post more and then be able to go on my own. And, and, but, yeah, he was, he was very – he was all about it, making sure I was, I was there every morning and posting as much as possible. Awesome. I did find, uh, find that infamous back blast from October 14th of 2020. Uh, you did. Really, I, I, was the, uh, I was the cue that day of Paradise. You were. How did I not remember that? Yeah, we did. Uh, looks like kind of a traditional, uh, uh, well, not quite a burpee island, but um, yeah, that was. Uh, so I, I found it. I'll have to send that to you. Um, I would love to see that. Yes, yeah, and that is awesome. no wonder it was hard because I'm sure we did burpees every like half a mile. <laughs> well, well, you know, it looks like we only did 20 burpees to start, so you know that's that's a pretty low number for me. But uh, yeah. <laughs> The COT was vision without execution is just hallucination. That was my message that day. Um, tell I love me, it. So you, so you mentioned doing some triathlon training. Um, and I mean, I gosh, from a fitness perspective, you get got to be in decent shape to do bull riding, right? I mean, how were, how were you before you started F3? Were you already in pretty good shape or where were you at? So, you know, bull riding shape and as, as I've come to, to realize everything is, has its own shape. Um, you know, there's, there's your guys like Plague and Duracell that can do a thousand burpees. Um, but you, you ask, you ask your boy Duracell to go run six miles and he's probably going to be hurting. Um, now Plague can go run six miles just fine. And then you got other guys that like myself, you asked me to do a hundred burpees and I'm going to be just drained, but I can happily go run six miles. No problem. So, I think, you know, I was in, I was in, I was in triathlon-ish shape, you know, where I could swim and I could ride a bike and I could run, but the throwing weights in the mix, I remember my, my first coupon workout just destroyed me. Um, my body was just not ready for something like that. And, um, you know, just, just the, the so many reps of exercises, I think, puts a, it's a whole different game on your body than, than uh, you know, what I was doing to, to, you know, bull riding was more of a balance. You really wanted to build core. You really wanted to have good balance. Um, you know, be, a mus muscular dudes aren't, aren't 
going to be your, your best bull riders. It's the ones that have really, really good balance, really, really good core and, um, you know, really good hustle, really good try. And, you know, triathlon training, you know, as riding a bike is a lot different than running, which is a lot different than swimming and a lot different than weighted workouts. So I would say before F3, I was in decent shape, you know, doing some of that stuff. But when it came to um, running a half mile, doing 20 burpees, running a half mile, doing 50 push-ups, smirkins, you know, all this other stuff, that is when I was like, holy smokes, I'm not anywhere close to being in good shape that I thought I was. Nice. So you, so you've continued to just be more well-rounded and you still do triathlons, right? I think there's normally a, a kind of an annual triathlon that you, that you do that's for a, a pretty special cause. Yes. I did my first half Ironman last year in Chisago Lakes, Minnesota. Um, so there's, there's multiple levels of a triathlon. There's a sprint, there's an Olympic, there's a half Ironman, and there's a full Ironman, and then there is a super sprint, which is even, you know, on more of, the, on more of your entry into it. Um, so they all get longer. Um, all, the, all the events, the swim gets longer, the, the bike gets longer, the run gets longer. And I did my first half Ironman last year, and, you know, that's a, that's a six-hour day um, nonstop from the time that you start the swim to the time that you cross the finish line on the run. Um, and then my, my cousin passed away. Um, two and a half, almost three years ago now, trained for triathlons. He, he was inspired by me doing some triathlons and, and asked about it and wanted to get into it. Thought it was, you know, cool that it was kind of you versus you. And, you know, you didn't have to be the best swimmer as long as you could do it. And then you could make up time on the bike and the run or, or vice versa. And uh, he, long story short, he got into it and was loving it. And, um, Fortunately, he was training for a triathlon and, and passed away on a bicycle, um, on a bicycle ride, um, leading up to, as he was training for one of, one of our, our triathlons. And we have now created a, a, um, tri a memorial triathlon for him, which is called the Ethan A. Rodig Memorial Triathlon at Flanagan Lake. Um, it's always the first week of June. So this year is really, really special. Um, June 5th this year and our, our brother Roadhouse is going to MC the uh, the event and we've got quite a bit of F3 guys that are either volunteering or competing which uh, is really cool um, loves you know love seeing the support that F3 is giving to to come either volunteer MC um, compete it's it's going to be a really really cool event that's phenomenal I love that and just uh, I mean yeah, I think that, um, you know, as you're thinking about um, just high impact, you know, you clearly were already, you know, focused on others, kind of living third before even starting F3. And I, I noticed, you know, so you, you started um, in uh, October and then very quickly did your BQ December of that same year. So, so unlike a lot of guys, you were really quickly uh, kind of hooked and, and then uh, led for your first time. What was that like doing your BQ? Was that a unique experience for you? It was, it was, it was really cool. I was at that, at that time we had for Sarpy County, um, which me living in Springfield, you know, to get almost anywhere is, is a little bit of a drive. Um, outside of the farm now, obviously, um, less than a mile away. But at that time, we had we had Titan Alley on Mondays. We had um, the Sandlot on Thursdays. 
and we had the pit on Saturdays. So those were the three semi-close ones that, you know, that, that you were just, that you would go to every week. You know, we would, we would, Tony Tiger and I would usually jump in the same truck for a while until, until I was, I, I think he could tell that I was committed and he didn't need to count on me to, to get in his vehicle. And then we would just meet there um, with obviously uh, another group of awesome high impact men. And, you know, Paradise was kind of our, our jam on Wednesdays um, to drive somewhere. And throughout this kind of process, you know, there was talk about Tuesdays, you know, because at that time, then we didn't have anything on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or Fridays in Sarpy. And Nobs talked about, um, hey, what, let's, what are you guys' thoughts about Papillion, uh, Papillion Monarchs, some high school to do, to do a pop-up and maybe do a site there on a Tuesday? How many guys would be interested in coming to work out on Tuesdays and you know a group of us were like yeah so I think we did one or two pop-ups and then the sanitarium was a thing and that was awesome and Nobs pretty right as soon as the site um, took off he's like you're you know he was big about making sure that sanitarium got as many as many VQs as possible he was big on the VQs um, I think he ended up having over 20 in the year that he was the site queue and started that site there and I was one of them um, so pretty, pretty early on in, in that process of getting the sanitarium up and running, he reached out and said, let's get you on the queue schedule. And, and I, just like any other person, you know, a little nervous, scared, like, uh, I got to make this whole workout. Like how long should I make it? Dada, dada, dada. He kind of, he helped me out, gave me some guidance and showed me, you know, where I could look for exercises and previous workouts. And I ended up doing a little more work than I thought it was going to be and I, I ended up loading two huge tractor tires that my father-in-law had in his backyard in the back of my truck um, and I drove them in the morning all the way to the sanitarium unloaded them because we did we used tractor tires for the beatdown um, and it was pretty memorable I'll never forget it we we did kind of at the end of the workout how we use the tractor tires was we had two groups and we circled around the tires and we did quick feet as a group and in a circle the the next guy in line had to go flip the tire and once the tire flipped everyone dropped down into a burpee and got back up and did quick feet and you just went in a circle non-stop until I think we got to 100 burpees and we kind of, it was kind of a race race the other group and once we got to 50 I think most guys were like out of breath um, but I was like, oh, I, I had this 100 number in my head. We're going to have to just do it. And it, it obviously got – the flips got slower and the burpees got worse, but, but everyone fought through. And it was, it was a very – I'll never forget it. It was awesome. Um, you know, everybody was super – the best thing about F3 is the camaraderie and support that you get um, when you finish. You know, no matter if you mess something up or, or miss something on the front end as far as – you know, the, the core principles or, or the mission, the credo, whatever it is, everyone's very supportive and, and making sure that you, you feel um, welcome back and, and that you did, a, you did a great job and, um, you know, please cue again, you know, which, which is, it's very, it's very great um, how everyone, how everyone treats each other in F3. And, and I think that's what, that's what's so special is that, um, you know, 
the workouts have obviously gotten a little more efficient and effective since then, but that one was a very, very um, fun workout that I'll never forget, especially, especially it being my, my VQ. Yeah, I feel like I, I was there, um, and I remember being like, this guy brought tractor tires all the way across town in the back of his pickup. I just thought I, we hadn't seen that before, um, which was pretty cool. So, I, I, yeah, kudos on that uh, BQ. Um, curious, um, you know, as you're thinking about the three Fs, so fitness, fellowship, and faith, what's been your experience or uh, journey with with the other two apps i mean with fellowship you already you had some connections but how have you seen uh, f3 kind of steward those relationships and maybe even your faith yeah absolutely um you know i'll, I'll kick it off with the second f i mean if a lot of guys don't know f3 really changed my life in more ways than 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 you can even imagine um i I was in it. I started F3 in October, and by December 21st, I was in a new role um, working with Tony the Tiger. And as you can imagine, that doesn't happen all the time. Um, and that my my current role wouldn't have happened um, without F3. Without Jumping in the truck with Tony the Tiger, getting to know him. I knew his wife, obviously, for many years. Where I worked for her and with her at Pinnacle Bank. Um, but I wouldn't have got my current job without those, those mornings um, in the gloom, in the truck rides to and from the gloom, and um, with, without it. And that's my current role today is Tony Tiger and I work together um, um, and been working together ever since I started. After, you know, two months into my, two months into my F3 journey, I started. Um, started with 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 all metal and it's just been terrific um been good for my personal growth um it's been it's been great all around for my family um i'm on home more and um it, it's just been great all around so that kind of the second f i mean I, I i can't give f3 enough credit um for for what it did change my life for for work and family and and, and what it's done for for my for my growth from, from a work standpoint um you know obviously the fellowship I'm a, I'm a firm believer in you cannot have enough friends. You, you truly can't. There are too many, there's so many great people in this world that um, we don't even know that exist. And that relationship could change our worlds and our lives forever um, in, a, in a very, very positive way. And I, you know, I'm a firm believer in, in um, make every interaction count. Um, that's, that's big to me. And I think F3 really showed me that no matter if you are, what your career is, you know, if you are a blue collar worker, or if you are a head and neck surgeon, um, or like our boy K-Way, it does not matter. And then anything in between, um, everyone comes to the gloom and, uh, in a Tesla, in a beat up car, in a beat up truck, whatever it is, and all that, all that stuff goes out the window, and we're just we're we're we're, we're guys that want to get better, um, build relationships, make other men better, um, leaders, um, fathers, husbands, friends, brothers, you name it, um, be better in our community, and. That is what I have appreciated the most since since I since day one of F three is 
is the relationships and the continued relationships that just um, are ever changing. Um, learning more and more about other other guys that you that you're just starting to get to know because you kind of have been at your at your main sites where it's a lot of the same guys, and then you branch out and I queued the armory a few weeks ago. And it was like, oh my gosh, these are like 20 to 25 dudes that I don't see very often. And these are, these are guys I need to get to know on a more personal level and, and understand um, their lives and how I can help, help them, how they can help me. And because our lives are, are an ever-changing, it's an ever-working process. Um, and we can always become better, better human beings. Um, so that's been very, very awesome on the second F standpoint. The third F, I... I have been a guy that has, you know, I've been baptized. I, I used to go to church as, as a young kid. Um, I, I stopped going to church. I really didn't go to church a lot. And then my wife and I um, started going and then the kids started, you know, being cranky at church and that kind of crying. And then we're in this predicament of like, we should we need to be quiet and our kids are crying and it's like, Holy smoke. So we, we, gave it a shot and kind of have pulled pulled back on the reins more so because of like just the the trying to just be able to go there and enjoy church right enjoy being around other people um and and and, and learn and grow and learn more about jesus and and um how to become better people and and uh so we've we've haven't been at church in a while and our kids are getting at better ages where now they can actually there's there's you know there's kind of a, a kid's care there that i think they can go to and we just need to we just need to set the commitment and go back and and and, and get part of a a church group and commit uh you know and, and just work 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 on 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 becoming better and, and learning more about about that and also um you know throughout the f3 journey um, I've never, I've never done and never been a part of a group that's done as much as we've already done in, in just the short amount of time that I've seen um, since I've been a part of F3 is what we have done for our community. I mean, with Project Pink, Heartland Hope, Donating Blood, um, I mean, the, the, the Brick Builder event and what we're doing for changing young men's lives to help pay for college. Um, you know, these things are, are are huge and it's in and we as we as f3 him can 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 do this you know we have the means to do it we're not asking everyone to do it some guys have the ability to to donate and and do more than others and that's fine um but the fact that we are we're coming together and we're doing stuff and we're and we're making a difference is huge and i that's one thing i really really appreciate about f3 is is guys are stepping up to the plate taking the bull by the horns and they're just they're, they're taking the initiative to do some of these third F initiatives and guys are getting behind it. And it's, it's changing the lives of, of individuals in our communities. Um, it's, making, it's making our neighbors, our communities, our, our friends and family, it's making everyone better. And it's, and it's, it's such a small um, piece, of the piece of the puzzle to, to, to start making this world a better place. And the fact that we're just doing it and we're not asking for any kudos. We're not asking um, for any extra attention. We're just doing it. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty special. And it's, it's awesome to see that just more and more of these third F opportunities and, and initiatives are, are stepping up to the plate and, and guys are, are, are backing these individuals and making sure that these things are successful. Man, I, yeah, that's, 
Fantastic. And uh, thank you for sharing all that. You know, I think, um, and I love the kind of subtle uh, drops of, um, you know, KOA. I think I, you maybe were maybe referring to the uh, former, uh, you know, Jean-Claude and his Tesla when he would show up in that. Uh, <laughs> but I do, yeah. it's so fascinating, like this level of kind of anonymity um, in the gloom that, you know, out in the professional world, maybe would have prevented us from even get, even knowing or being in the same circle as some some of the guys. And and here we are, you know, working out, getting to build some really intimate uh, friendships that have nothing to do with our profession. You know, it's I, I've always loved that. Um, and you know, I think one of the cool things that that you have done, um, you know, you were already doing some kind of third up stuff, right, with uh, the triathlon, the Jeffrey your cousin, and then I think you just continued that. I feel like, um, you know, very early on in your F3 journey, you were, you had a beat down where you had, you were kind of like, Hey, let's see how many canned goods we can collect. And, and that eventually led into, uh, the Santa saunter. And I, I feel like you and JC, or I can't remember who, you know, who initially, um, kind of got that going, but what was your experience there? I mean, was that just kind of random idea let's run let's collect some canned goods and and we got a ton of support because now that's a yearly staple around christmas time for us yeah i don't know exactly i, I wish i could remember how it all transpired i know the santa saunter um i i believe was an initial idea by our our brother um jc um if you can remember his his santa saunter outfit and his upstairs living room doing his um, abs of Christmas. Yep, okay. Um, if you haven't seen that, you need to see that because it's it's off the chain. Um, but no, like the Santa Sonner was, you know, they, it was the, the half marathon and, and, you know, the 10K. And I believe we had a 5K option too. And, you know, is that the pit? And um, I was like, I was just thinking, you know, how can we make that better? And it was, what's, you know, we already have a group of guys that are, are, are going to come to this and it's, it's around, um, Christmas time. Um, you know, no better way, no better time, you know, that to, to give back to our community that needs it. And, um, you know, there are just so many opportunities like that, just like the, the blood drives, um, that, that guys are seven of the plate and doing, you know, our communities are in need of, of canned foods and it's, it's amazing. Um, the food bank of the heartland. And then there's the one, the, the, the pantry um, in Papillion that we did this last time go around that, you know, families, you know, need, need these food pantries to, to feed their children. And it's, it's mind blowing that we can do small things as far as go to the Dollar General or Walmart or Hy-Vee and, and grab 10 to 20 items um, as a group and, and change the lives of, of families in our community that they can have, um, they can get through Christmas with a, with a warm meal. And, you know, it's, it's, it was amazing that, you know, somebody, somebody just needs to, to, to spit out the idea and run with it. Right. And, and the backing in F3 is there, the leadership backs it 100%, the, 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 the individuals, the PACS members get behind it and things just take off. And, um, you know, so this last year we, we, we did the event, um, in we did Santa's Honor at the farm, and we did it in conjunction with the Heartland Hope um, to provide um, pre gifts, to provide funds and gifts to give families presents. 
know, for families that can't afford to have their children open up gifts on, on Christmas morning. Um, that's what this, this, there was already, um, you know, something out there that, that does this for our community and they just needed support to make it happen to more families, um, to support more and more families because there's the need there was, was at a high. And, you know, it was, so, it was oh, so easy for guys to show up to the farm and, and donate money throughout that, throughout that um, few weeks leading up to it. And we changed the lives of, of a whole bunch of, whole bunch of um, families in our community that, that um, was so easy for us to do. And it was just doing it. It was just setting it up and the support is always there. And that's, that's what I, I just love so much about this group is um, I think guys are initially guys are a little skeptical and are a little kind of hesitant to to make that first move um and i and i would just i would just push for guys whenever you have an idea um second half third half first half whatever it is don't be afraid um have no fear as scott frost says have no fear of failure i mean you sh you truly shouldn't this group is so special that no idea is a bad idea um there, there may be some logistics and timing that go into certain ideas, but we will make it happen. And I, I, I just, my hope is that more and more individuals, as I know there are so many other great causes out there, and with our, with our group pack size growing every year, we're going to be able, we're going to have the means to be able to support more and more awesome organizations that in return um, affect and, and, and create better outcomes for our community. I couldn't agree more, man. I, yeah. And, and it is, I mean, it's so cool, right? Because you come into this group and I mean, very quickly, you know, um, guys that barely know you are ready to jump on board with a cause that you're passionate about. And, you know, I think I, I haven't found another group that's like that, um, which is, yeah, just speaks volumes. I, curious, I, I want to hear your perspective because I know what it was like from, from my perspective, right? This, this guy who hasn't even been an F3 for, you know, six months comes forward and wants to start a new AO at a, at a, some place in Springfield. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure how that I knew how to even get to Springfield, right? The, you know, the, I, I had been to the county fairgrounds before, but um, what was that like from your perspective, kind of bringing that forward and then the, the just the process of, you know, I don't know if it's getting approval in a free, you know, free to lead men's fitness organization. But what was that like uh, as you were navigating that? Yes. No, it was, you know, again, this, these conversations, I, I felt like maybe I got a little ahead of myself because, you know, I started in, I started in October and by December, by early December, I had my VQ um, at sanitarium. And I'm, I believe I already was starting to have these discussions with, with Knobs and JC and Firewalker and um, which led to getting um, Gunner and, and the plague and Tater and some other guys involved. And it was like, holy smokes, like now that I look back on it, like I'm two months into my um, F3 journey and I'm having these conversations about um, getting the approval so I can start a brand new site um, in a town, a small town, completely, totally away from, you know, most Omaha sites. And, um, you know, it was, you know, now that I look back on it, you know, it makes more sense why there was some hesitancy from, from, you know, 
you know, the leadership team, you know, you guys like yourself and Tater and, and like, Hey, who's going to come? Like, we, we just don't want you to fail. Like, we don't want you to, to, to start this site and guys just aren't going to drive out there. Like, you know, have, having come from, you know, to where you guys were driving to the pit every week and you guys didn't live anywhere close to the pit and you just didn't want to see that, you know, happen to me. And I, now that I'm looking back on it, I, I totally appreciate that. Um, whereas, whereas, um, you know, knobs and, and Gunner and Firewalker and JC were like, dude, this dude's, this dude's, uh, ready to rock and roll. He's, he's passionate. Um, if you're passionate about something and, and, um, people can get behind you and you've got that, you know, that sense of, that sense of pride in what you're doing and, um, you can connect to, to guys really well and, and, and pretty easily, um, something's going to be successful. And, and, and timing may not always be perfect, um, you know, and, and sometimes you just have to roll with it and just and pray and hope for the best. And, you know, so at, at the first, it, it was rocky, right? Like, is this going to happen? Is this not? You know, I, I remember, I remember uh, a little bit of conversation with yourself and uh, Tater about, hey, we're going right into winter. Um, this is usually when it gets harder and harder to get guys to come out. And, you know, and then I know, you know, some of, you know, the, the Firewalkers and the JCs and, and Gunner Knobs of the world were like, well, well, you know, we'll make this work. We, we, you know, we did the same thing with, with the sanitarium and, and, it, and it was successful. So there, I know there was some, some, some different, you know, opinions of when should we start this? And long story short, we, we just waited and we, we, we finally, uh, I, I think it was, I think it was you and Tater sent me a text of like, hey, let's, you know what? it's time. Let's make this thing happen. And, um, within a week, I think like the, the logo was created. Our boy Porloid, um, created the logo and got the Twitter account created. And, and, uh, we did a pop, we did a pop-up and we, I think we did two pop-ups and then we, and then we did the, uh, the first, the first launch. And, um, it was amazing that the support of guys coming to Springfield. And I think, Springfield sounded a lot further um, than it truly is um, for your your Shadow Lake guys and your your Titan Alley Warner Park guys and and uh, your Millard guys. You know your guys driving just down 144th because um, it's such a quick drive down down Highway 50, and um, it just everything happens for a reason. And I'm a firm believer that you know timing timing is important, but it's not. It's not make or break. And um, I, I totally, looking back, I totally now understand the hesitation, you know, of, of should we start, should we allow a guy that's been here for just a couple months? Is he, is he going to stick it out? Like, is he going to be in F3 for the long term? Because that's the first concern with a guy that's only been part of it for a couple months. Um, and then is the site going to stick long term? Because um, you don't want to plant a flag unless you're confident that it's going to hang around for many, many years to come. And, you know, long story short, I think everything happened the way it needed to happen. And the support has been absolutely fantastic since day one. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've had the numbers of five to seven and we've had almost 50 guys there and anywhere in between. And um, I can't believe that it's already, it already was a year that, that, uh, that, that site was launched and, you know, now our brother Schrute's already been taking it over for a few weeks and, um, you know, guys, guys love it. Guys love Farm Friday and, 
and um, the people love the the coffee shop, um, Black Sheep Coffee, to to have banana nut coffee or or um, campfire dream, and and people just people love it, and which is awesome that you know a, an extra five or seven minute drive for some of these guys um, wasn't going to cause them not to come to the workout, which is cool. Yeah, heck yeah, man. I, you know, it's, I'm glad to hear your perspective, and I'm I'm so thankful for your your patience. Um, you know, I I think before that time, we, I don't know that we had that much uh, pressure. And you know, looking back, I, part of me wonders was that kind of the, this kind of initial inkling of Sarpy having significant leaders that are ready to ready to kind of sector right I mean I, you know I think um, you mentioned knobs and JC and Firewalker and those guys stepping up to really support you and bring bring things forward and um, I, I'm thankful that it that it worked out and I'm really glad we we just went for it you know I think um, I, I also you know just kind of laughing to myself as you're telling that story. Uh, remember, I queued there one time and I was late. I had to send you a text to say, hey, can you do the warmerama? I'll be right there. And Man, I don't know. Our timing worked out. I showed up, got out of my car, warmerama was done and we were ready for the beatdown. But man, um, talk about hospitality from the site queue there. Um, yeah, I remember, I, I remember that. That was awesome. Yeah, it you know, and it's it. I think um, too, it's it's a different site than you know than most. I was um, when I was there for the shovel pass. Something I really appreciated, um, and I don't know if you guys do this intentionally, but the uh, um, doing some of the warmerama kind of right there on Main Street. Um, that was pretty cool. And I, I know when we go there for the actual county fair, uh, pretty sure I tell my wife every time, hey. I, you know, do you know what a, um, a bullpen burpee is? Because uh, <laughs> that's a, a staple exercise that we've done there before a couple times. And I just, um, it is a really cool site. So I appreciate you taking the lead there. Um, curious that, you know, as you've led and, you know, thinking about, um, you know, some of the kind of criteria or what, what you were looking for in a, in a leader to take over, but also do you, do you feel like, um, I always thought, you know, as a site queue, I kind of had this responsibility or opportunity to uh, kind of steward guys as they were figuring life out or entering F3, wherever they were, were at on their journey. But um, anything there from your perspective, do you feel like that's, you know, that site queue role gave you some, some opportunity to really uh, help provide guidance to other men that were showing up? Absolutely. And not even, not only at the farm, but just, just, going to other places, going to other sites to plant and plant the farm flag. And, um, you know, you do feel, you know, with having that flag in your hand and playing that you, 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 it, it is, um, you know, some extra responsibility that, you know, this, this, you know, this is a great opportunity and, and make the most out of it because you don't have this forever. I mean, I can't believe that, you know, the flag's already been passed on um, because it goes by so quick. You know, everyone talks about, um, you know, your kids growing, going up so quick and you blink an eye and they're already in high school. And it's like, I, I can see that already. And that's, that's how it happened with the, with the flag. And, um, no, you do, you do kind of feel that sense of, of, you know, I, I need to be not only showing up, um, but, but I need to be that sense of, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of a, you know, when you, when you are part of an organization, um, people people view you as the organization so if if 
how you show up, how you present yourself totally affects F3 Omaha and, and F3 Nation. Um, you know, having that, having that F3 sticker on my truck, having that F3 sticker on my shirt, um, you know, just showing up to an F3 workout, um, we are responsible um, for, for what happens, good or bad, at, at any of these workouts, at any of these second F events, at any of these third F events. Um, it's, it's totally our responsibility um, how we get viewed at, in the community and by, and by new guys showing up to these workouts. Um, so, yes, 100%, you know, if, if, if it was at the farm or, if it, or wherever it was, um, Paradise or, or the Sanitarium or Titan Island or wherever it was, um, Sandlot, Pitt, um, having that sense of, you know what, like making these guys feel welcome right when they, right when they come out, right when they come out um, for their first workout. Um, you know, not only welcome to that workout, but hey, we really do hope you come back like tomorrow. Or if you need to give yourself a day of rest, then come back two days later. And and making sure that they feel that sense of of hook that I got. You know, I I really I really wasn't allowed not to come back. I mean, Tony Tyre's like picking up to same time tomorrow at at uh, four forty five or whatever it was. You know, I didn't have really an opportunity to not come back. Um, and I think. You know, getting these guys out there that's hard but the hard part is 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 the hook because once they're hooked then you're fine then you don't have to worry about them because they're hooking themselves in they're building their own they're building these strong these strong bonds with these with these men and you're good but it's it's making sure that that these new guys or these you know, guys that have only been here for a few workouts you know that, that you you get to know them and, and they get to know you and, and they kind of feel this sense of like I don't want to let that guy down like he's invest like I just met the guy and he's investing a lot of effort into me like he's he's running with me he's getting to know me he's following up with a text after the workout to see how you know just to tell me how much appreciates that I was there and that I'm accelerating like those those are how you get these guys to to, to get hooked and come back and keep coming back and you know I I, w I would say that I kind of felt you know carrying that shovel flag I kind of felt that obligation of of I need I need to set the tone, um, you know. Every I think everyone needs to do it, but you know it just gives you that extra sense of like, hey, obligation and, and not obligation, but like the want and the desire and the need to make this group extra special. And um, you know, th throughout the process of, of guys coming on and and maybe missing a couple workouts and just keep keeping involved in their lives because people do come and go for reasons, different reasons, and and some. Some are reasons that, that they do need to take some time um, to, to be gone for maybe a month or two. If it's an injury, if it's a family, personal issue, whatever it may be, there are different reasons. But I think making sure that we know those reasons and we are supportive of those reasons, those are, good, those are what's going to make or break a guy from wanting to come back um, when, those, when those obligations or those reasons are met. You know, now, it's, now we're past that. Now we that's what's going to make or break them from wanting to come back or, or stay not, stay not being there. And, um, you know, when it came down, when it came down to, to who's going to take over the farm, you know, when, when, when the time came, um, here recently, you know, at the end of the day, everybody, majority, if not all of these guys in F3 are capable of doing an excellent job and being successful and being a leader, um, for a site, for our community, making F3 better. Um, there are, there are, 
there are men that are just ready sooner than others. Um, they, they just have that natural um, desire to want to jump in and do it right away. And some guys maybe need a couple more months um, or, or maybe they need a couple more, maybe a year or two. Um, you know, timing, timing is different for everybody. And, um, you know, our brother's true was excelling. Um, he was, you know, he never missed a workout. I mean, still to this day, the dude works out like six, sometimes seven days a week. And they're all F3 events. He tries to go and be a part of as many second F and third F opportunities. He's, he is not, he's not your guy that is going to be out there and be in your face and, and, um, and be the most vocal. Um, but he is a guy that, that is, is, is quiet, but you get to know him and, and you realize, holy smokes, where has this dude been all my life? Like he's a difference maker. And as soon as, you know, people get to know him, they're going to appreciate what he brings to the table and what he can offer the men of F3 and, um, and, and just the sight in itself of growth. And, um, you know, I saw that pretty early that, Hey, this, this dude's something special. You know, he needs, he needs that opportunity to showcase what he brings to the table, um, to not only the packs, but, um, to our community. And, you know, I, I think he just needs that opportunity to showcase that. And that opportunity in my eyes was to, to lead a site and, you know, a little bit more, get out, get out of that, that comfort zone of, of, of being that quiet leader and, and having to be maybe a little more vocal and having to be out there. And, and, uh, it's been amazing just in these few short weeks that he's been site Q, at least what I've seen, um, you know, from the outside looking in, how much more, uh, you know, kind of more out there he is with, with packs, um, you know, with getting to know the packs and, and you just hear about his name more and people are getting to know him more. And it's just, I think it's that sense of, Hey, he's got that ownership of that F3 farm flag and he feels that responsibility to, to, you know, be more of a vocal, leader um, within the group yeah i you know it, it's so fascinating because it, it goes back to what we said before right like how quickly you you truly see a guy's uh you see a guy's true colors you know and, and you really see those guys that like wow this guy can lead he's maybe just not as vocal as others and then and then pairing him up with that psyche role um, to get him out of his shell and help him grow even more you know and i'm i'm excited to watch root uh lead i think um and to your point, you know, it's one of those things where, like, hopefully we're developing all of the guys that show up to our workouts to be, you know, into our other events. We're, we're developing all of them as leaders and some, you know, just are maybe ready at different times. And I, I, I think um, the way you outlined that is exactly how I've seen it play out. Um, so there's other guys that are, you know, probably ready uh, or will be ready soon, you know, to take on a new site or to take over a flag. And um, I think that's kind of the beauty of, uh, what you, you mentioned is kind of like, um, it goes by really quick, but I think some of that is just to continue getting, uh, guys, more guys, the, the opportunity to lead, but you mentioned a little bit, um, engaging, uh, F and G's. And I, I think, um, I liked your idea of, you know, just identifying what are those barriers, um, you know, and if it's kids are young or, you know, current commitment or whatever, and then following up with them. Um, anything else you would offer? Just advice to maybe uh, FNGs or, you know, just to, to the packs when an FNG shows up, how could we make sure those guys are getting engaged? Absolutely. I, I just think more, more and more, it's okay to, to come, come work out once a week. It's okay to work out three times a week. It's okay to work out six times a week. 
everyone has different their you know their percentage of, of where they need to put their time and focus their effort in their lives at different times in their lives um, is is ever changing for each individual and um, that's what's special is you know I've been when I first started you know I was a four or five um, at times six day a week guy and you know that's dropped off a little bit you know I, I've got I've got two little ones and I've got a, I've got one on the way that will be here in in a month month and a half and um, you know your 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 timing of, of of where you can spend and where you can put your effort um, it changes and and those buckets change and sometimes um, you know the kids didn't sleep overnight and you can tell that the M needs a little support that morning um, you you just visualize that and you and you uh, you you fart sack and and you know that you're fart sacking for the right reasons because you're helping your family out and you know that the guy are there for you um, and can't wait to see you back tomorrow or or or, or the next day um, which is okay and I think the more and more that we can be okay um, with these guys coming on um, because we got to remember that we have so many sites now and we're continuing to grow sites that there are more and more opportunities in our backyards to go to workouts six or seven days a week I mean, between pop-ups and second half events and um, you name it. I mean, there's just, there's, you know, third, the third half events, like the Brick Builder event, obviously this Saturday, there's, there's, there's an abundance of opportunities for us um, to be part of F3 events, um, fitness, second half, third half. And I just think that we need to, we need to totally support FNGs and guys that have just started or guys that have been here a long time that, that it's okay that guys will shift their their amount of time they can be at workouts if they go from six days a week to two and back up to three and or if they miss a whole week for you know for not not because they're on vacation but just needed to take a week off like just support them you know send them texts like nothing is more nothing is better than hey I've been gone for a couple of days I'm I you know it's been kind of a more so because you know work was busy or um, kids were sick and to get some of these texts from these guys that hey we miss you. We missed you this morning. Um, you know, really love having you out here, Ferdinand. Like, it's it's special having you in the gloom. Like, those really eat at your heart. And you're like, dang it. Like, I miss those guys too. And the fact that somebody took the time and effort to shoot me a text because I was not a workout, meaning, you know, that that obviously they, 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 they truly uh, missed me at that workout. Like, I'm going to do everything in my power to to get there, you know, tomorrow or the next day. And it's just – I think the more we can do that for all of these, all of these um, PAX members, FNGs, new guys, um, don't let them go home and miss a workout or two and not get a text, not get a check-in. Um, and I think that's kind of all of our responsibilities now. Now I would put a little more responsibility on whoever EH them for the first few times until, until they have a chance to get to know a more of a personal level with some of the other guys um, to where that text really means something. Because um, that initial text really means something from the person that got them out. They obviously cared enough about the guy that that said, "Hey, come here to this workout." Enough to come. So I really think it's it's it should be the responsibility of that 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 individual for the initial first few workouts to get them to come back and to make sure that they still feel like, "Hey, missed you this morning. I really hope you come tomorrow, or we missed you missed you this week. I really hope you come Monday." Um, and then and then. 
that just continues to grow because then more as they come back and they, they, they get their face out there a little more with, with more PACS members and more PACS members start talking to them and gravitating to them during workouts, now you've got a bigger, a bigger group that's, that's sending those guys texts. And now those guys feel that sense of, man, these guys, these guys, you know, they're on me. Like I, I took a three days off because kind of my knee hurt, but I need to take some medicine and get back out there. Even if it's rocking or, or modifying the workout, because, um, you know, these are awesome. These are awesome dudes. And, you know, I can't afford not to be around these guys. You know, that's, that's the sense that I think everyone needs. Um, no matter if you are the most outgoing person in the world or are very reserved, everyone needs good down to earth trustworthy friends and as much as people will say it out loud or admit or not um the more of those the more of those individuals that you can have in your corner um the better in my opinion um and and you get those by being around other human beings that care enough about you and your family and your community to help support you any way that, that you need it to become a better um you know in your fitness life in your personal life in your community in your work life um that is that is truly when we're making differences um with, with these guys man i you're you're absolutely right and i you know it's um something about the consistency too you know i think um pre-delete references the the flux of life and just these things we uh, you know, we can't control. And so, you know, consistently being around guys so that in, in the event that something happens, you've got uh, good support. And um, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Man, I know uh, I want to respect your time and um, you've shared a ton of really good info here today just about your story. And um, you've definitely had an impact on, on a lot of guys. So appreciate you just taking time uh, to talk through stuff today. Um, anything that, as we see you out there in the gloom that you need encouragement on, I know you mentioned a, another baby on the way, so congrats, but also, uh, you know, any encouragement or prayers that you need from guys? No, I just say, you know, for, for me, it's so meaningful, you know, like, you know, I went, I went on my marathon, I went to, I trained for four or five months for a marathon this past week in that my father-in-law and brother-in-law were running their first halves and their first fulls and you know we did all this training for four or five months and you, you drive to brookings this last weekend we drove on friday and 20 miles out of the race the race got canceled because of like a really really high wind like pretty much tornado that went through the through the town they had no power for almost two days and they, they canceled the race and uh the amount of text and support that I got as soon as um you know I shared the news with a couple guys that the, the race canceled um you know before you know it I, I've got endless amounts of text messages and phone calls um from from the guys of, of F3 that are are just you know there for me you know I've you know knew the hard work and sweat and the effort of all those training miles to, to train for something like that and then to have it canceled on you is a huge bummer and I tell you what that that was that was super helpful and that was super meaningful because that gave me just that extra desire to still want to do the run and still make sure, still see it out and still make sure that my brother-in-law and father-in-law got their distances done, even though the race was canceled. And you know what? I, the next morning we got up and we ran our distances and it maybe wasn't as fast as it would have been if it was a race environment. 
Um, but at the end of the day, they can check off that they got their half marathon ran and their first first half marathon ran and their first full marathon ran. And, you know, back to, 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 to making, you know, worrying about helping other guys accelerate and become better in their fitness and their, their faith and fellowship um, is, is awesome. And it's, it's so meaningful and it's, it's, it's just, a, it's, it kind of warms your heart and to see them finish and, and, you know, to get some texts of really bummed that you, that you didn't, you know, get a chance to go at your goal. Like that, that meant nothing to me at that point. Like I, even since I've gotten back, you know, just, just the words of encouragement um, that guys have given me, I would just say, you know, my biggest thing would be let's, I hope guys are, are doing that all across the board to all, all these awesome um, individuals that are in this group. And I just encourage more and more guys to share, be vulnerable, share, share the, the good and the bad and the ugly that's happening in their lives and know that, that no one in this group is judgmental and everyone truly does care and wants to make, um, wants to do whatever they can um, to help you out and to help you support you and, and get through any, any things that you're dealing with. And um, as soon as you get to that point where you, you can trust these, these individuals, um, it's going to change your, change your life for the better. And, and it's, it's going to really open you up and, and, and help, help you become a better man, a better father, a better leader in, in the community. Heck yeah, man. I, yeah. And th- I agree. I, I, I'd like to think we're doing that, but definitely an area I know I can improve on as well is just um, supporting guys through those moments uh, that maybe don't go as planned. So I love that. Well, let's uh, let's take it out in a namerama. I'll start us off here. Uh, Brandon Flehardy, thirty-six. The plague. The plague. Chad Anderson, thirty-three. Ferdinand. Ferdinand. I don't know. Do we ring a? Is there a cowbell or a? What do we? What's the sign after Ferdinand? The bullhorns, you know, we, we got a, like, we like, we've got like a, a moo for, you know, between ear tag and I, I don't know if ear tag and I have any difference. I, I throw up the horns. You can't see it obviously because we're, we're just on a, on a, on a call, but I throw up the horns and I think ear tag and, and him and I have the same noise. And I think it just gets louder. Whoever goes second in a namorama. Okay. Nice. Love it. Well, really appreciate your time, man. And um, again, you've had a ton of impact in the community. I can't wait to see what you do next, but enjoy the rest of your, uh, your afternoon. Thanks, brother.